welcome to the Turn Yourself On Daily podcast, which means turn on, activate and fire up the power and potential within you every single day. I have been so excited all week to bring you this message because it is so simple yet so profound and when women hear it, they almost can't believe what how simple it is, how often they do it, and what impact it has on their lives on every level. So today we're looking at the eight traps that women fall into who have been hurt in the past. So what do I mean by hurt? It can be anything. It can be an ex-boyfriend, an ex-partner, it can be a divorce, it can be miscarriage, abortion, it can be rape, it can be abuse, it can be neglect, abandonment. Some people get, some women get really, they get confused at this stage almost because it's like, well, we get into, I call it trauma comparison, where it's like, well, I wasn't raped, so my trauma isn't that bad. So they almost feel guilty for feeling pain when they compare it against somebody else's. So a woman I'm working with recently said, I just don't get it though, because all it was is when I was younger, I just didn't get encouraged. It's almost like I wasn't seen or heard. I just didn't feel good enough. It's like I had parents there. They didn't abuse me. Yes, I didn't have some great relationships in, in, you know, when I was younger, but they almost feel guilty because they don't have a, a, a significant event like the rape, like the miscarriage or an abortion. But that is equal. It's it's almost like we can't rate it. We can't judge it. Whatever it is for you, whatever comes up for you, when I say hurt, trauma and pain, you know And regardless of what that looks like in comparison to what other people have been through or what the world teaches us is bad and not so bad, it's yours. So if it's the first time that you've ever sort of just embraced it and thought, right, okay, this is my stuff, this is my pain, my hurt, then sitting with that and knowing that it's yours regardless of what it looks like to other people or against other people, is actually quite liberating when you get there. So I'm glad we started with that. So let's get straight into it. There are eight traps women fall into who have been hurt. What are they? We're not going to go through them all today. They are big. We're only going to get through one today. The first one I call it is the tomorrow trap. So what this means is when a woman thinks, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll sign up to that course tomorrow. I'll start getting up at five o'clock every day tomorrow. I'll start exercising tomorrow. I'll start loving my husband more tomorrow. I'll start being kinder to my family tomorrow. I'll start eating better tomorrow. I'll start spending less tomorrow. I will start those affirmations tomorrow. It's whatever we feel 
will do, but not quite today. It could even be, I will show up tomorrow. I will do the work tomorrow. And what this means is, is we're always placing our power outside of us on another day. So why is this important? Because when we do that, we can easily drop into a feeling of powerlessness. So it's almost like we don't have the inner strength right now to do what we need to do. Now, this is where quite a few of the traits show up, such as self-sabotage, standing in your own way, playing it small. I don't know if you can ever remember a moment in your life where you knew you had more potential you knew you had more to give, a message to share, some value, a gift to share in the world. But it's almost like you just couldn't get out of your own way. There was always something stopping you. And we almost see these things that are stopping us as outside of us. So when I've got the time, when I've got the money, when I've got the go ahead from my partner, when the stars align, when it's right, when it's the perfect time, then I will do it. So can you see it's all, it's basically not now. And if you are a woman that is on social media and maybe you've got a business on there, maybe you're just on there with no business yet, but a message to share, even if it's just simply being with your child that day and the experience, but there's that almost second guessing yourself should you put yourself out there how do you type the message what message do you share will it go down well will it be liked will it hurt somebody will it offend somebody that's all that second guessing that's all that doubt that fear and then we think oh we'll do that tomorrow we'll have more confidence tomorrow to do that or if it's a course we'll have the money tomorrow or if it's something, a passion that we really want to do, we think, oh, we'll start that tomorrow. If it's something good for our soul, then we can put it off. You know, I give, I, I record personal visualizations for clients. So when they sign up and we do the deep work, after the immersion, they get their own personal visualization. And it's really powerful because it's all about them, which our ego can say, that sounds a bit selfish. But it's, it's like the message recently that I did about, it's all about you first. So often we put our husbands first, or our kids first, or our family first, and they can go off. And I remember from a personal experience, my husband was going off investing and it was like almost he was filling that that side of his life and then it was almost like there was nothing left for me so there was no time for me to do my thing you can get resentment building up there and all of these emotions are another way of us stopping from doing what we need to do what our soul needs us to do now the crazy thing is with all of this is we can come up with so many excuses why now is not the perfect time. However, 
What we'll go through later is understanding why now is the perfect time, why there'll never be a more perfect time than right now. Because if we've got that intuition where it says, do it, share that message, go on social, share that message, but we doubt ourselves. If we've got that feeling inside of us that we know something will be right for us, but we hold back whatever the excuse we give, because we can either, if we want our life to dramatically change, and it will, it can, then we'll either find a way or we'll find an excuse. And we almost don't see how destructive the excuses are because our ego, our smaller self, dresses them up as protecting us in such insidious ways that we buy into it. And we almost can't wrap our heads around this. Well, the ego is part of me, so why would it want to hold me back? Because it's comfy. It likes you operating the way you do. But your higher self, that small still voice within you that won't compete with that smaller self but will always be there nudging you, will keep nudging you until you make the move, whatever that looks like for you. So the tomorrow trap is really powerful. How it impacts a woman is that she avoids what is for her highest good. Like I said, the ego loves the easier route. A route with less risk, less work, less effort. And it's clearly disguised as the logical route. So I will do it then when I'm ready. Or I'll do it then when all of the stars are aligned and I've got all of the space and all of the time. So it comes up with all of those reasons why you should wait. Now, the trap, the trap isn't wanting things to be easier and waiting another day. The trap is the price you pay for waiting. And let me say that again. If you can ever think of an experience where you've held back, where you've stopped yourself, then you will know what this feels like. The price you pay for not doing it, for not doing what you feel is right for you, what you're guided to do, the price you pay for waiting another day. What does this mean? Is it monetary cost? Potentially, because if if it's, for example, investing in yourself and you hold back, then what impact will that have on your finances, on your business, on your career, on your success? I, I worked with a woman recently where, you know, the, the whole money thing can really get in the way. But once you get through that barrier, she got a promotion not long after starting the work. And that's why, because it's almost like she has to step up into this this version of herself that she knew was possible, but it wouldn't happen with any of the barriers that are in the way. So it can cost you financially. That's one way of looking at it. But what does it cost your happiness, your health, your inner peace? What impact does it have on your soul? 
What impact does it have on your levels of intimacy with somebody else? What impact does it have? What cost does it have in terms of your relationship with yourself and others? It can impact our life on every single level. And we almost see our spiritual life as one segment, one bucket almost. And we see our career, our success, our money, our family, our intimate relationship. We see them all as very separate. But if you look at the one common denominator that shows up in each one, who is the most common? What's the most common denominator? It's you. It's me. We show up in each area every single day. They're all actually so far, so closely interlinked, more than we can probably want to get our heads wrapped around. So what is the cost? What is the cost to you of holding back, of not saying yes? How many times do we deeply know we want to say yes, but fear gets in the way? And we can have an excuse or we can have a breakthrough, but we can't have both. What cost does it come with? So what does the woman do? How does she navigate her way through life knowing that this trap can show up every single day? However, it doesn't just show up every single day. It can show up every single half hour, every single minute. At first, it's almost like a full-time job to monitor to keep watch over her own connection to self-sabotage, to holding back and to playing small. She's really, really got to focus on that connection. What part of herself is she operating from? Is she operating from the smaller self, which we've all got? It's not a weakness to know that you've got this ego Women spend so much energy and time trying to eradicate their ego, feeling frustrated at why, why would we even have this ego if all it does is hold us back? So we almost spend our entire life trying to eradicate the ego and work out why we've got it in the first place when the best way to handle it is to befriend it because we can ask it the question, Is this for my highest good or is it keeping me in pain or is it keeping me in pain or is it helping me to flourish? That's what came up with one client recently, that word flourish for her. That's what she got to. It was like, was this thought that she was having keeping her in pain or helping her to flourish? Now, that's the kind of question we've got to ask ourselves It would be lovely to only need to ask ourselves that question once a year. Sometimes it's got to be numerous times a day. Is this decision I'm about to make going to hurt me or heal me? Is it for my highest good or is it to hold me back? Personally, whenever I have been in that situation where I knew something was right, I knew a decision was right, and I was nervous and all of that fear, that sort of anxiety bubbles up 
and you you start to question yourself, you start to doubt yourself, well, is it my higher self talking or is it my ego talking? You start to become a finely tuned, intuitional creature, if that makes sense. So basically, when a woman has been hurt, her instincts are hurt, hurt as well. So she almost loses connection with what her gut instinct is. And that's where all the second guessing comes in and all the doubt and the questioning, which then becomes a habit. Then she's not sure what is for her good or what is for her harm. And this can play out for so, so many years before a woman realises that she's almost living a double life. She's actually like two versions of herself. But navigating around those two versions doesn't need to last as long and doesn't need to be as painful. For me, when I was in that hole, holding myself back, I knew, I knew this opportunity. It was, it was three hours away. It meant a long drive there and back. It meant finding babysitters, leaving my son. It meant a significant investment. It was over £6,000 and I was like, I haven't even got that. Well, you can get it, but it was like, it's not spare cash down the side of the sofa. We're not talking millions of pounds, but we're talking about money that I wasn't sure I wanted to invest because what if I didn't get the result back? But deep down, I knew that when I was I was on the motorway and I was heading there, and I must have turned, I must have tried to turn around, I'd say six times on the way down. And even when I'd driven for three and a half hours, three and a half because I got lost, I took the long route round because I didn't trust sat-nav, I didn't trust just to be guided. I was trying to control it all myself. And I got there and I was so tired and they wouldn't let me in the car park. They said, you need to go and drive. It was only a mile away and then walking. And I was like, do you not know who I am? Do you not know how long I have travelled to get here from? And I parked up in that car park and I nearly went home. And you know what? Inside, it was my ego that was like, you don't need to do this. You, you don't need to do that course. You already know what to do. It was a self-development course and it was all about exactly what I'm doing now. Getting my message out there and speaking. And... I've not shared my story in this episode, but if you know part of my story from a previous episode, you know that actually even speaking was something I couldn't even do, which is why I started the podcast in the first place to almost learn how to speak again. So it was my ego that was really, really scared in that moment because it knew that I was going to have to put myself in a room full of people I didn't know and stand up and speak. So it wanted to get me out of there. Now, every time I stopped on that motorway and nearly turned round, I felt my soul die a little bit inside. I know that sounds a bit overdramatic, OTT, but have you ever experienced that feeling within you where you know you should be doing something or you know that there's possibility of more but it's almost, you're scared, you're really, really scared, there's fear, there's anxiety, but it's like if you don't do it, or you hold yourself back, 
and you've held yourself back and you've not done something, it's like a little part of you inside has just gone, oh, she's not done it again. She's held herself back again. Which only adds, it only compounds on that insecurity that we already feel. Whenever a woman has been through hurt in the past, again, whatever form it looks like, it's all relevant. It's all the same. It all hurt you, regardless of the form. Part of us shuts down and we walk around life almost with our shoulders forward, with our heart closed off. And it's almost like part of us has died, basically, because... We know, I'm getting all teary, <laughs> because we know that there's a higher part of us that knows it's only a limit, it's only a barrier. And on the other side of that fear, of that comfort zone, of that tomorrow trap, I'll do it tomorrow, maybe next year. My, my ego was saying to me, well, it was saying, first of all, you don't need to do this. You, you can do it anywhere. You don't need to go and do this course. Second of all, it was saying to me, it, crazily enough, it was saying to me, you, do, you don't need to do it. You already know. And looking back, it's like, well, I clearly didn't know how to do it because I wasn't doing it. Um, and it was only when I actually sat down and after speaking for the first time in front of the whole room, and I sat down and I, it was like I'd eaten humble pie because I'd realised that I couldn't speak in front of people. I couldn't get my message across. I knew I had to share my message. I knew I had more potential. I knew every time I hid, every time I said no to opportunities, I knew my soul cried a little inside. And I went to a funeral. It was my husband's dad and he... He died and the vicar mentioned in the funeral almost that he died with music inside of him. He'd written this music and he tried to send it off to a couple of composers and he'd got really good feedback about it, really great feedback, but it was just like, just it's not right for me. And he stopped and his music just was just in a cupboard and he died at a young age, he was only 70 and he died with music just written in his cupboard. And my soul came alive that day. And I was like, there is no way there's a book inside of me. There's a podcast in me. There's women out there that hold themselves back, that buy into this tomorrow trap, that fall into it every single day, even every hour of every day. They fall into the tomorrow trap. I've fallen into it every single second of every single day and it's my mission to help other women not fall into that trap as often. When they do, to get them out of it so that they can get themselves out of it in the future because you're not together every single day. Even when you work one-to-one -one with a client, you're not with them every single day. There's times when they are on their own and they have to bring themselves out of that trap but that's where we build that inner strength. So that's why you've got to keep watch over that connection that you have to self-sabotage, to holding back, to playing it small because the tomorrow trap is insidious. 
Later is the trap. The universe likes, it loves, in fact, massive action. And that's how we navigate our way around the first trap through massive action, just doing it. So obviously there's some consideration to be taken into account. We don't just jump into things willy-nilly and just, right, I'm going to say yes to everything. There's some consideration. But when you know you've got that feeling that something is right for you and you lean into it, even if you're still filled with doubt and fear, even the best the best things that have ch- that have changed my life i have been overwhelmed with fear and anxiety before i said yes paying the money over i was shaking recently i was physically shaking physically oh and i even got this rash on my body afterwards because it was such a moment of release it was like a build-up, a build-up. I tried to resist it. I tried to hold back. But I now know I tune into that negative feeling. And this is the first thing you can do to navigate out of the tomorrow trap is to navigate your way around it by remembering that feeling when your soul takes a hit, when you're almost winded and you've had the wind taken out of your sails, when your soul has almost cried, it's tuning into that previous past experience and saying to yourself, I commit to not holding back. I commit to saying yes when it feels right. And that's how we navigate around the trap. Obviously, we don't say yes to everything, But when we have been guided to something and we know it's for our highest good and we all we can get to is just to say yes, just to pick up the phone, just to get in the car, just to do that post, just to do that action now. And that's the second way of navigating around the trap. It's taking massive action. Now, massive action to an entrepreneur that's running a huge successful business will be different action. For example, for me, so my husband was running his business and he was taking massive action that looked completely different to me. My massive action when I was going back out into the working world after having my son, massive action for me was getting up in the morning, putting on my makeup, putting on some nice clothes, getting in the car and driving for three hours. To my husband, that was nothing. He was looking at me like concerned over the drive and not knowing where to go and really holding myself back and playing it small. And he was watching me and he was like, oh, he, he, not, not in a bad way, but he was like, that's nothing. Like, but to you, I know it's something. I know it's big to you. But to him, that was nothing. So again, it doesn't matter the size of the trauma or what happened. It doesn't matter the size of your massive action. But the universe loves massive action, whatever that means to you. You commit. You commit to whatever it is your soul is guiding you to do. You do not buy into that tomorrow trap. And yes, you'll fall into it at times. Everybody does. But every time when your soul takes that hit, that's what it's cost you. It's not that tomorrow or later is the trap. 
It's what the cost is to you, to your soul, to your happiness, to your health, to your relationship, to your success in every area of your life. And that is the way to navigate around the trap. So as always, the theory is amazing. We need to know the theory, but we also need to put it into practice. So as always, if you're somewhere where you can do it, where it's quiet, it's safe, and you won't be disturbed, then let's go into a guided visualization now and let's practice what we've just learned. So enjoy the visualization, really just let yourself go with it. Just listen to my voice, just follow the words, just let yourself feel it all. And I will see you on the other side of the visualization. Okay, so sitting somewhere where you're nice and comfy and you won't be disturbed. And just close your eyes and go within. Start to bring your attention onto your breath. Breathing in through your nose. Exhaling, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. Exhale, release and let go. And breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. Exhale, release and let go. And I want you to imagine that you are sat in the most comfiest chair on the most gorgeous beach. You can feel the sand beneath your feet. You're under some shade, but you can still see the sun blasting down. But you're nice and comfy in the shade. You feel relaxed. You feel calm. You can see the beautiful blue sea. And you can hear the gorgeous waves. And you're sat there in your chair. And you know within you, you know, you have a sense, a feeling that something is right for you. You have a sense to share yourself on social media. Or it might be to show up in your relationship better. It might be to forgive somebody. It might be to start a course, to read a book, to move house. It could be what we see as a big thing. It could be what we perceive to be a little thing. It could be getting in the car to drive three hours to go and see a friend because we know it's good for our soul. It could be saying yes to getting up a little bit earlier each day. 
whatever it is that you know would be good for you, whatever size it is. You find yourself, instead of thinking, I'll do that tomorrow, I'll start my affirmations tomorrow, I'll forgive my husband tomorrow. You decide right now to claim the power of now. And you see yourself stand up from your comfy chair and you walk along the sand and you stand in the sun. You move out of the shade into the sun and you feel the sun shine all over you. The gorgeous warm sun is covering every cell in your body with warmth, with love and with light. Where you might have put things back, where you might have held yourself back, where you might have put your dreams on hold, where you might have been filled with fear and anxiety, played it small, self-sabotaged something. You stand there with your feet firmly on the sand, knowing that you are supported by a power in the universe. This power is there to support you. And you feel this power move into your head. It's blasting down from the sun. It's a power of light and it's blasting into your mind, into your body, all the way down through your legs, back down, down into the center, the core of the earth. And it takes with it any fear, any limitations, any doubt, any self-sabotage. And it transforms all of this energy into love. And it blasts this love back up your feet, up your legs, from the center of the, the earth, all the way back up your body, through your stomach, into your mind and back out into the universe. Whatever you have been through, however you might hold yourself back or play it small or second guess yourself, you decide instead to drop your attention down into your heart area and breathe into your heart. You connect here to your inner strength. And you say to life, I am willing. You might not exactly know what it looks like or what will happen, but just having that 1% willingness And you breathe deeply into your heart, filling your heart full of oxygen. And you exhale, release and let go. 
and bring to mind now a situation in your life from your past where you know you have held back it could be that you held love back from somebody it could be that you second guess putting yourself out there on social media it could be that you felt victimised and you played it small remember that time and imagine the feelings that you felt at that time honour those feelings, honour that time and bring your attention back into your body into the present moment and think about a situation, a person or a place something which you want to do now it might be to start a business it might be to start a new exercise routine it might be to say yes to whatever it is that fills you with a bit of anxiety and fear and normally the smaller part of you might hold back might drive all the way there and then turn around and go home it might give you all of the reasons why you shouldn't and why you should play it safe and even though you feel unsure and you don't have every answer and you don't know how it will all work out you decide to look yourself in the mirror and you put one step in front of the other just take one step one step forward on the sand knowing that every time you put a step forward the universe listens you move forward again you might still be filled, filled with fear but you put another foot forward and each time the universe moves with you but you are making the first move imagine yourself tomorrow and you find yourself in the tomorrow trap and you think I'll put that off until tomorrow I'll put the work in tomorrow I'll read that book tomorrow I'll start my podcast tomorrow bring tomorrow back into today almost drag it from tomorrow and bring everything back into today it doesn't mean to say the podcast needs to be set up and gone and ready today but just taking one step forward even if it's filled with fear feel that support from the universe the more steps you take the more the universe supports you imagine that feeling of being supported 
It's almost like you can sit down and the universe will give you a little gentle push from behind. And breathe into your heart area again and feel your confidence, confidence expand. Knowing that whatever you have been through, however much you second guess yourself, you can come back to this present moment where all of your power is and put one step in front of the other every single day. And when you're ready, bring your attention back onto your breath. Breathing in through your nose. Exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. Exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. And exhale, release and let go. Oh. And that power that you unlock and unleash within yourself by just taking that one step today, even if it's just for, for a massive step for you might be just to send that email, it might be just to say yes to going out with somebody on a date, it might be to say yes to your husband, yes we'll go out on that date, it could be something what we see as so small. It might not be saying yes to, I don't know, building a 10, 20 figure business. You know, it depends on what big is to you. Big for me at one point was getting dressed, putting some makeup on, leaving my child, my baby, and getting in the car and driving somewhere to work on me. That was massive to me going in that car during that journey. To somebody else, like I said, it's nothing, but it's what is big to you. That massive action, knowing that we will fall into the trap, but when we have the tools, when we know, when we have the awareness of the trap, and when we have the tools and the support to navigate our way through all of the traps, that is when our life transforms. So over the next few weeks, I'll go through some more of the traps and as always, we'll do a guided visualization at the end. So have a great week. As always, I would love to hear from you. Let me know how you get on. You can reach me on Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn at Laura Jane Hand or laurajanehand.com. See you again next week. Bye.